Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and this week on Wednesday afternoon, linebacker KJ Wright took to the podium to give thoughts about being back for his ninth season with Seattle. He is now the longest tenured member of the Seahawks. He has some tremendous praise about what he's seen from the rookie linebackers, and he has some thoughts on Bobby Wagner's potential for getting a new deal done leading up to the 2019 regular season. But first, let's hear what he had to say about returning for a ninth season in Seattle, especially after hitting free agency. He had an opportunity to sign with another team, but ultimately returns by signing a two-year deal worth $14 million, $6.5 million guaranteed with another million in roster bonuses for the 2019 season. And those roster bonuses come into play because Wright was only able to start and play in five games last season in 2018. And because he battled through those injuries last year, he says what he went through gives him a new perspective on the upcoming season. I love it, man. It's um, what I went through last year. You really put things in perspective for me. Just approach every game, every practice with just gratitude and thankfulness because you just never know when something may happen and it could be your last play. And so I'm just real thankful. And I'm just going to go to this season and just, just have fun, man. Just enjoy it. You know, not sweat the small stuff. Because he ended up hitting the free agent market, KJ talked about how he didn't expect to come back for 2019 in a Seahawks uniform. I didn't see it happening. I thought it was going to be in a different colored jersey. But um, they love me here. I'm glad they love me. <laughs> and uh, they know what I bring to the table. Still, hell of a linebacker, make plays all over the field. Y'all saw those last few games and um, yeah, just found a way to make me happy. And so everything's good. And Wright credits more than just his performance on the field for his ability to come back and sign with the team. He thought that there were a lot of other people who played a role in his return as well. As soon as I knew I had to have surgery, I was like, dang, this is not very good. Contract gear surgery, five games, all those signs say, thank you for your services, but, um, you know, we got to move on. But, like I said, it's, it's a whole, like I said, I believe it's a real community effort as far as bringing me back. Media, fans, people in the building really, really pushed for me. And so I thank everybody for making that happen. And um, I'm glad, you know, they wanted me here. As a veteran who has seen other players come to the team and get cut, KJ seems to have a perspective that his spot on the team is in no way secure and that he has to continue to compete and perform to be back on the field in the regular season in 2019. I know that I'm a good football player, but you just have to keep doing it because it's what have you done for me lately type business. And so no one cares about what you did in the past. No one cares about those eight years. It's what can you do for us going forward. And so it was big for me. I was just happy to be out there just playing ball. One reporter referred to KJ as the old guy of the group. And KJ didn't seem to take this well. Oh, 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 I'm about to walk off. I'm to walk off. Um, it's fun, man. It's fun. You're nine for me. Somebody told me yesterday, longest tenured Seahawk, which is a blessing and an honor just being one program your whole career. And it's fun being in this position. And so I'm, it's more of a mentoring role in this phase. And when training camp come, I'll be out there hustling and bustling with the guys. And being that he is a veteran, he also knows the right amount of work to put in during these OTAs. I believe that we're going to be smart this OTA is just keeping my legs fresh but still working but not putting too much on the body because um, we all know that the real deal is July, August and head to the season. 
But because KJ Wright is in year nine, one reporter asked that if he thinks he'd welcome taking some plays off once it comes to the regular season. No, no, no. I don't like coming off the field. (laughs) One of the main focuses now of the offseason, especially now that Russell Wilson is under contract, Bobby Wagner, Wright's partner in crime there at linebacker, is also due for a contract now that he's going into the final year of his deal. KJ is asked whether he has any advice on Wagner going into his negotiations. Uh, Bobby know what he's doing. Bobby know what he's doing. It's, uh, it's going to be really exciting to see everything pan out. He's going to be a Seahawk for life. Go get a hell of a deal done. And so I'm excited to see how it all turns out. Bobby Wagner, a Seahawk for life, according to KJ. And he sounds like his confidence level is extremely high that a new deal for Bobby gets done this offseason. Oh, 100%. This, I mean, the Seahawks know that defense wins football games, and if you want to have a chance in keeping this franchise successful, making the playoffs, you got to get the best linebacker in the game signed. And so it's a no-brainer to me. <laughs> Healthy, balling, it, all, all the signs say get it done. During the first week of OTAs, a big topic of conversation surrounded the extent of Bobby Wagner's participation in the OTAs. And considering he's taking it easy and not fully participating, KJ's asked how he feels that is going over with the rest of the players in the locker room. I think everyone understands. I believe everyone knows that he's definitely a team guy. At the same time, there is a business side to it. And so they, speaking of the devil, (laughs) they, um, they, they understand the players support players and we, we get it. It's a short career that we have. So you got to maximize it the best you can. And how does Wright feel about that particular strategy to limit participation in Bobby Wagner's case while contract talks are ongoing? I think it's smart because, um, you know, there's no, I guess, right or right or wrong way to do it. I participated and did everything, got hurt contract year. Earl didn't show up, got hurt contract year. So there's there's no right or wrong way to do it. And so I think he's got that fine balance where he's here mentoring the guys, you know, still doing warm ups and uh, group install. So I'm, I'm feeling it. It's definitely interesting that he contrasts himself, a guy who didn't hold out in his contract year last season, and contrasting himself with Earl Thomas. Although KJ says there's not a right way or a wrong way to go about it, it definitely seems like the Seahawks feel as if there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it. And when it came down to it, KJ felt as though his actions in the offseason last year played a large role in returning to the team for his ninth season. and. I, th- I think what he's saying here in this next clip is that it didn't really hurt Earl either because ultimately Earl Thomas got what he wanted. I think he played a lot into it. I believe he played a lot into it. You just have a guy that stayed true to himself, there for the team. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? But it does. It doesn't hurt you to do it. I, th- I think anything, it helps you. But at the end of the day, they didn't have to do it. But me showing up didn't hurt one bit. How weird is it that K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, and Russell Wilson are the only three left, the only three players left from the Super Bowl win? Just saying that out loud sounds weird, but let's hear how K.J. feels about it. It is weird, and um, when Cam and Cliff went down, when Sherman got traded, that's when you just saw the, you know, the team shifting, but um, you know, it is what it is, and it happens. You know, guys aren't able to stay. But um, it's a blessing that I do have the guys with me, Bobby and um, Russ, you know, guys that know how to do it, know how to win, still here. And as players head out the door, new guys are coming through. 
And KJ talked about helping bring along a new class of Seahawks with the 2019 draft picks and his impressions on the new linebackers, Ben Burkirvan, a.k.a. BBK, and Chris Barton. Every year it's always fun just taking in rookies, teaching them how to be pros, teaching them the ins and outs of the game. But the thing with these guys, especially in my group, is they really ahead of the curve, really smart, and um, BBK and uh, Cody Barton, very impressive rookies. And so I'm enjoying what I've seen out of them so far. KJ says the most impressive thing about the rookies is just how quickly they're picking up on what the Seahawks do on defense. They picked up the playbook fast. And um, I was trying to tell BBK, like, yeah, we see this formation. And he, like, took the words out of my mouth as far as D-line stunts. And so um, I've never seen a rookie, you know, rookie linebackers like this. Usually take them a while to get the play- playbook down, especially with the D-line stunts. But um, they pretty much ahead of the curve. Before training camp starts, the Seahawks are going to have some time off this summer. It sounds like KJ has plans to travel in the offseason for some humanitarian work in Africa. Going to Africa next uh, next month, going back there and taking all my families. We got about 20 people going. And so it's very excited to go out there, get those two wells built. And that is it. I'm just going to Africa and coming back training. Wright says that about a third of the funds for the project were donated by the NFL. When the NFL donates their 25000 it's going to be around 70000 So raise a good bit and have some left over to do, um, do whatever I choose to do with. And as we get toward the end of the KJ Wright press conference, KJ was asked if he has any sports heroes and his answer, Kobe Bryant. And he explains why. Everybody loves Kobe. He just has the mama mentality. He's a dog, played through injuries. That's what I loved about him. Clutch and um, just ultimate, ultimate ball player. He also talks about his favorite Kobe Bryant moments. When he beat the Celtics for his fifth championship, I believe. And um, that was impressive. When he had that bad game and run our test, was hitting, did a good job. That, w- that was one of my favorite Kobe moments. And when he hit, um, I believe, 50 his last game. Whatever he hit his last game. 60. It was 60? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty impressive. And lastly, KJ closes with a mention of his new podcast, Topic of Discussion, a show that he's doing with former Seahawks teammate Mike Morgan. I started a podcast called Topic of Discussion, and it was just me and my homies. We always sit around and have deep, intellectual, controversial talks. And so it was like, man, let's just bring this to life, bring it to the people. So we talk about relationships. Uh, Bobby's coming on this week. We're talking about what success means to you. And I'm going to have a couple th- people come on. So it's just fun. I just want to have a conversation. And when I retire, I may do something along these lines. So it's only good practice. Well, every time we hear from KJ Wright, you can definitely tell that he has a job in the media after he gets out. Uh, Certainly an interesting player, always a a thoughtful player to hear from. And it's been nice to hear some of these veterans like KJ Wright, like Dwayne Brown, taking to the podium and getting to hear from some of these veteran players on the Seahawks. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Field Goals podcast. Be sure and check out fieldgoals.com. John Gilbert has a couple of articles definitely worth checking out as news came down that the Seahawks are suing Malik McDowell for a portion of his signing bonus. And also in the press conferences on Wednesday, Dwayne Brown says the Seahawks line has the potential to be the best in the NFL. So be sure and check out that article from John and also Kenneth Arthur has a feature on the Bengals as the Seahawks will kick off the 2019 regular season against the Bengals. So interesting to check in and see what Cincinnati has going on in the offseason. 